This is episode 26 of the Joyful Movement Show, and today we're chatting about fitspiration photos, meaning muscle pics or before and after photos, and why they're really anything but inspiring and how they're killing your motivation. So stay tuned. Hi there. Welcome to the Joyful Movement Show. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, mom, recovering dieter, and founder of Radiant Vitality Wellness. As a personal trainer with my own story of body acceptance, I've seen firsthand how diet culture influences the fitness industry and the damage it causes the women I work with, keeping them on the start-stop cycle, struggling to find motivation. It's now my mission to empower women to break free from torturous exercise, restrictive eating, and body shame. Stick with me and I'll help you discover what moves you so that you can tap into that burning motivation deep inside yourself and experience joyful movement, peace with food, and feel confident in your own skin. Are you ready? Let's lace up our runners, pop the earbuds in, and go for a walk while we chat. Well, hello, friends, and welcome. Well, I'm not going to lie. This was a challenging episode for me to write. I kind of feel like I'm squaring off against the entire fitness industry on this one. And as someone who's always shied away from confrontation, this is no small feat, but it's just been pressing on my heart for so long to talk about this. So I'm trusting my gut that this message needs to be discussed. So I'm talking about fitspiration, those photos of people flexing their muscles or the before and after pictures. And if you have any experience with fitness at all, then you know that they're everywhere. If you follow any fitness influencers or trainers on Instagram, then I venture to guess your feed is littered with pictures of women working out in sports bras and bike shorts, posing in their bikinis, flexing six packs and bubble butts, or you see all these inspiring success stories highlighting people's weight loss journey Heck, maybe you've even taken such photos or been a before and after case at one point yourself. I need to talk about this because it's my belief that these kinds of images are not only not inspiring, but are actually killing your motivation to move and perpetuating a negative body image. And I think they're single-handedly the most toxic byproduct of the fitness industry. On that note, if we haven't met before, I'm Kim Hagel, personal trainer, and I'm on a mission to help women find the motivation to move consistently and joyfully. Unfortunately, I see how the fitness industry's focus on body size and appearance keeps women stuck, either over-exercising or avoiding it altogether. And honestly, I think that most of the inspirational, quote, messaging that comes out of the fitness industry is really what's perpetuating the problem. We've talked about messaging before, like no pain, no gain, and be stronger than your excuses and all the other motivational sayings in other podcast episodes and how they're anything but motivating. But we have yet to talk about the elephant in the room. The imagery we're seeing from the fitness industry that centers around beautiful, thin, mostly white women radiating happiness and confidence, touting how great they feel and how healthy they are, essentially telling you that you too can feel and look this way if you just do exactly what they do. And this type of imagery might seem inspiring, but I really think it's contributing to a sense of false hope and shame. Rooted in comparison, pictures like these make you believe that this perfect, fit, thin ideal is realistic, achievable, and maintainable for any woman. 
when in reality only about 3% of the population actually has the genetic makeup to look this way without extremely restrictive behaviors. Not to mention that what you're seeing, particularly when it comes to before and after photos, isn't even accurate. We know that 95% of people who lose weight will gain it back. That's just a proven fact. So truthfully, there's no such thing as before and after with our bodies. They're constantly in flux. It's just normal. What you're seeing is a point in time, not a true after. So I really want to unpack this today. I want to go behind the Fitspiration photos and explore what's really at the root of this type of marketing. I want to expose what you don't see when you're looking at that woman who seems so inspiring. And I want you to be willing to dig in with me here. I want you to be honest about your feelings and your thoughts about these kinds of photos. As always, I welcome your messages and your comments. This episode especially might stir up some feelings for you, so I'm here to help you process those. Okay, so let's talk about what you don't see behind the before and after. I can actually share some honest insight into this as back in my early days in the industry, I trained for a fitness photo shoot myself. I had just started out as a trainer and I wanted to have great photos of my fit body to use in my business branding. Remember that at this time, I still believed that my body was an outward representation of how good I was at my job. Now, I have to say when I started the process to get ready for these photos, I was already pretty darn fit, which kind of speaks to the whole issue here. Like, have you ever had the experience where you look back on an old photo of yourself and think you looked good, but knowing that you hated your body at the time the photo was taken? That's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, in hindsight, I was in better shape for my before photo than I am now, which should have been my clue that it wasn't about my body in the first place, but more on that in a little bit. Anyway, training for this after photo was my job. Like I had a job, but all my attention for three months was focused on getting ready for this shoot. We are talking minimum two hours a day of exercise, lifting heavy weights, running sprint intervals or hills several days a week, counting and measuring every morsel that went into my mouth, making sure I got the right balance of macros and calories, a cupboard full of supplements to help burn fat and grow muscle. I spent every waking moment thinking about what I was going to eat next. And then of course I had cravings because that's only natural. So I would eat these forbidden foods in secret. I felt like I had to hide my transgressions because people had placed me on such a pedestal of perfection. I internalized that. And then I'd try to fit in extra exercise or up the intensity of my next exercise session to make up for all these transgressions I was having with food. And if that wasn't enough, the two days before the shoot, I ate nothing but celery and tuna and only had sips of water so that I could look cut for the photos. And if you're thinking this sounds extreme, it totally is. But at the same time, it was normalized to me. I was following and communicating with lots of fitness models and bodybuilders, trying to educate myself on this process. I had a trainer myself I was working with, and this is what they all said is required to get 
that kind of result. For a woman to look muscular and ripped without steroids, which I did not do, that's what it takes. Unless you're one of the 3% of the population that naturally has this build. So this leads me to the first of three big problems with Fitspiration photos, which is that they grossly oversimplify the process, right? Like I bet you would have never guessed that it was like that for me. And if you did, I think you might not have found it so inspiring. I mean, I'm sure when you look at photos like these, you can tell there's a lot of hard work and dedication that went into the transformation. I'm sure you realize that the person had to work out pretty intensely and eat really clean, but would you have thought it takes that much restriction and punishment? It might seem obvious, but the photos don't tell the whole story. They can be doctored, or the timeline might be misleading, or there could just be essential information missing from the posts. Now, I can't tell you for certain the experience of each individual behind the before and after pics and what they've gone through and what they're thinking, but I can say for certain that what you see on the outside is only a very small part of the picture. It's so easy to look at that woman smiling in her bikini in the after pic and make assumptions that behind that smile is all the confidence, pride, and acceptance you long for, but it's just that, an assumption You really have no way of knowing what the person is thinking or feeling. And also remember, it's just a moment in time. They might be feeling all of those things today, all that pride and confidence because they achieved their goal. But how do they feel when they go home from the photo shoot and binge on all their forbidden foods and have an overnight weight gain of five pounds? Again, telling you this from personal experience, what you see in the moment is simply a moment in time. Not only that, but these photos also cause you to make assumptions about the person's health. And that's the second big problem with these Fitspiration photos is that they idealize thinness. Our society is so stuck in the dogma that health is found in a thin body that when you see these kinds of photos, you immediately assume the person is a role model of health. And now that you've heard my experience, can you see how that's an unfair assumption to make? Before and after photos present a clear bias toward a specific body type and weight. The before imagery typically shows a larger body and the after image typically shows a smaller, fitter one. They perpetuate the fat phobic messaging that individuals should be defined by their bodies and the smaller, more defined bodies are obviously more successful and healthy. And you know what? I'm not judging anyone for making this wrong assumption. I lived under this belief myself for most of my life that thinner is healthier. I think that's why I didn't see what was going on when I was in such a disordered place, because I thought that this was what healthy meant, and the world kept telling me how healthy I looked. People would tell me my journey was so inspiring, and I was such a role model of health. When I think about it now, I see how twisted that all was, and that's how these photos hurt us all. Not only does seeing these photos affect the consumer and pull you into the trap of comparison and making assumptions, the person in the photo is also affected by the pressure to maintain this level of perfection and obsession because society holds them on such a pedestal as a role model of health. 
If you're familiar with the Body Love Society on social media, you might have seen their recent documentary called Behind the Before and Afters, where they interviewed people who had been on The Biggest Loser and experienced these huge body transformations. Now, we know how hard the participants on this show are pushed, and I think we'd all agree that there's so many problems with that show. Like, I just can't even, from an ethical perspective, the way that they reduce and shame these human beings is deplorable. But yet, it's hard not to get sucked into the excitement and feel so happy for those who make it to the end. You know, they all work so insanely hard to get that transformation, and it's natural to feel proud of their determination and grit. And of course, they're just glowing, all happy and proud. And when they're standing there on that stage being celebrated for their accomplishments, they see, say things like, this isn't even about weight. I'm just so happy and healthy now. I, I feel free to finally live the life I've dreamed about forever. Nothing will stand in my way ever again. But this documentary behind the before and afters catches up with these folks several years later as they've gained some or all of their weight back and have had time to reflect on that part of their life. They realize now how healthy, unhealthy, rather obsessed and stressed they were. They just didn't see it at the time because they were told and believed that this was what a healthy lifestyle looked like and they should be so proud of themselves and all their success and that all their problems up to this point were because they were in a large body. They got so much praise and validation and everyone kept telling them what an inspiration they were. They fully believed that this extreme weight loss was healthy and that their life could now begin. And yes, perhaps there were some improved health markers outside of weight, but could that have been possible without the extreme behaviors and drastic, unsustainable weight loss? Absolutely. And it's encouraging to see that all of them have found their way back to health at a weight that's sustainable to them. See, we fool ourselves into thinking it's all good as long as we're thin. I mean, I did. I think that's why I didn't see the obsession, even when I didn't get my period for nine months, because I was so convinced that I was doing the healthy thing. I was eating so well and exercising all the time. And I had a quote unquote normal BMI and everyone kept telling me how healthy I looked. So I guess I knew it was a lot of work. And I think I was even aware that I wasn't any happier, but I took comfort in the idea that at least I was trying to do everything right. And I was prioritizing my health and it felt good to be validated. I'm not going to lie it felt nice to get that acceptance and feel like I was helping people by being this role model of health. But I wasn't helping people. I was only creating a deeper divide. My thinness wasn't helping anyone. I was contributing to diet culture's insanely fat phobic views. I was sending the message that perfect and obsessive, but thin was healthy. And not only was it not healthy for me, I was contributing to negative health outcomes in those who admired me, encouraging them to try to do the same thing. I was role modeling disordered eating and exercise as the way to get healthy. I feel so much regret for this now, which is why I'm so passionate about this non-diet approach. 
And that brings me to the final problem with Fitspiration photos is that they are rooted in comparison and they force your brain to compare things that are not equal. We compare our body to someone else's body and our struggles to their success without any true knowledge of what they did to get there or whether it was not whether or not it was healthy or sustainable. Based on the assumptions we make about the photo, we draw conclusions about ourselves that are rooted in the belief that we're not good enough as we are. Conclusions like, I'm not healthy in this body, I need to try harder, I need to lose weight, I need to be more disciplined. And that's why I have such a huge problem with Fitspiration photos. The whole point of them is to get you to feel inadequate about your body. The goal of these photos is essentially to garner praise for shrinking oneself and with that, make people who aren't shrinking themselves want to do so. The point is to get you to think that health is defined by how you look and that fitness is only about aesthetics. Ironically, usually the captions of these photos, the subject will cite all the other benefits that they're experiencing, the non-scale victories, so to speak. And yet, what do we see? We see a thin, chiseled body. So we conclude that the only way to have all the other benefits that they're talking about is to get the thin, chiseled body. (sighs) So take a breath. This is a lot to take in. And I want you to tune in to what's going on in your mind right now. You might be having a lot of conflicting thoughts, and that's okay. So let's just dig into our thoughts for a second. I want you to question, are you really inspired by these types of images? I can understand how seeing someone's physical transformation can make you think that if they were able to do this, then maybe you can too. I can see how that can make you feel hopeful and seem like inspiration, but let's be clear on what inspiration really is. Inspiration is feeling drawn to do something that lights up your soul. Do pictures like this really light you up inside or motivate you to become a better version of yourself? Or are you assuming that a better version of yourself means a thinner version? Do they give you some sense of hope that maybe you're not destined to be stuck in a body that you hate? Like maybe there's a chance for you after all? Let's be honest. How do you really feel? When you look at these photos, I'm going to be bold here and say, I don't think looking at these photos is helping you. And the research backs that up. Just briefly, I'll quote a study from 2015 done in Australia that found that looking at Fitspiration photos on Instagram led to worse mood, body dissatisfaction, and lower self-esteem in the women who viewed them. The negative effects of Fitspo images were most pronounced for women with a pre-existing tendency toward body image concerns and or disordered eating, like myself. You know, a lot of us think our best self was or is when we were in our best shape. But I want you to think back to the time in your life when you were in your best shape, air quoted. Be honest, was that your best self? Were you the happiest you've ever been? Did you feel like you were living your life on purpose, free to be the amazing human you are? Did you suddenly find the confidence and self-acceptance you thought you would in your new body? Or were you still comparing yourself to the fitness models, 
still trying to reach another level of perfection because you still felt insecure and inadequate. I gave the example earlier about looking back on an old photo where you remember hating your body at the time and now you wish you could just look like that again. That just goes to show that it's not your body that's the problem. How could a body you hated now suddenly be a body you aspire to? It's not your body. It's your body image. And you've been conditioned to hate your body no matter what size it is. And you won't stop hating it when you lose weight if you don't do the thought work that's required to learn to accept yourself in whatever body you're in. Okay, so let me offer some real inspiration as I know this is getting a little heavy. First, it's not your job to look good. It's not our job to please others at all, but we certainly have far more important things to worry about in life than trying to look good for others. What would you be doing if you weren't worried about your looks? What's awesome about you that you wish others would see or that they do see, but you're afraid to acknowledge? Your weight is honestly the least interesting thing about you. I mean, we really love to focus on appearance as our, in our society. Even if we're not complimenting someone's body, we'll focus on their hair, their face. I mean, you look so good is probably the most common compliment thrown around. And while it seems nice and is said with the best of intentions, it really causes us to tie our worth and our value to how we look. There's a lot of dangers in complimenting someone's weight loss. I mean, you don't know what's going on behind that weight loss. That person could be ill. They could be stressed. They could have an eating disorder or a mental health concern, or they could be suffering from low self-esteem. What happens when we compliment someone's weight loss is we basically tell them that they're more acceptable to us in a smaller body. So can we stop considering weight loss an accomplishment? Weight loss is neither good or bad, but what's bad is our perceived need to change our body to fit societal standards in order to be worthy. Friend, your value is not in your looks. Let me just say that one again for those in the back. You are worthy exactly as you are. Every human is born inherently worthy. Every human deserves love and acceptance. No one is better than another simply because they are thinner, fitter, or stronger. And I think we can see that usually in others more than we can about us. We have a really hard time believing it for ourselves. So please, please stop comparing yourself to some fitspo ideal. Stop focusing on what you don't like about your body and focus on what you love about your soul. All right, I've given you a lot to think about. I encourage you to dig into these thoughts and consider how you want to move forward with this new awareness. If you think that fitspo images are indeed contributing to comparison, negative feelings, and poor self-image in yourself, then here's a few strategies that might help you. First, stop complimenting others on their looks. See the heart of the person and compliment that right? Like you're such a great listener. You always make me laugh. I love that you're always there for me when I need someone. You're so funny, right? Make, and then for yourself, make a list of all of your characteristics that make you amazing outside of your appearance. 
And you can refer to that whenever you feel down about yourself. Another strategy, don't post before and after photos and don't comment on others. If friends do post their photos, share a compliment, a compliment about their inner beauty, completely body neutral. Something that I found really helpful was to clean up my social media feed. Try and make your social media a body neutral zone by removing accounts that cause you to go into comparison mode. So what I'm talking about are all the body-centric fitness accounts with women in sports bras and bike shorts or posing in bikinis, people who constantly talk about their diets and what they're eating. Just unfollow it. You don't need to see it. Curate a social media feed rather that truly inspires you. So how you do that? Diversify what you're exposed to. Look for accounts that represent people of all sizes, shapes, and abilities. Follow body positive fitness accounts. I make a point of highlighting accounts like these on my social media stories from time to time. So follow me on Instagram to get some diverse real life fitness inspiration. Consider getting support from a body image coach like myself or anyone else you resonate to help you get to the root of your struggles with your body. I'm currently accepting applications for women to work with me one-to-one inside my four-month body acceptance program, Right Body For Me. So if you're feeling ready to break through this for good, then I encourage you to reach out through my website or my DMs to chat about next steps. Okay, my friends. So that's it for today. I knew it was a lot. Feel free to reach out to me if you're struggling to make sense of what you're thinking. I want to thank you for being here and having the courage and willingness to go deep and explore your thoughts about this topic with me. As always, you can stay in touch by following me on Instagram and Facebook at Radiant Vitality Wellness. I'll see you back here next week. In the meantime, here's to your Radiant Vitality. Hey, before you go, I just want to tell you how grateful I am for you. It means the world to me that you're part of our Radiant Vitality community. I've got a free gift for you. Head on over to my website and download The Motivation Secret, the simple mindset shift that will get you off the start-stop cycle for good. The link is in the show notes. And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, the greatest gift you could give me is to leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Your shares and reviews help move our show up the rankings on the podcast directories so that it can be seen by more women just like you who are ready for something different with fitness. Bye for now, friend.